0: military you know this was uh, i don't know what year this was i was just a little a little guy and uh it was one of those times you know dad was overseas now you know I, I was too young to really put a timeline on things as an adult looking back but he was either in one of three places either thailand okinawa or greenland <laughs> but anyway while he was over there you know uh as a family we're still in the military. Uh, you know, dependents. And uh, we weren't living on base housing then by no means. Uh, you know, dad just didn't have the rank back then uh, to be able to do that. But we were at, uh, the best I can recall, we were at March Air Force Base, uh, California. And now we were off base when this happened. But, you know, my mother, now let's just say she she led um, uh, a rather colorful life. Let's just say that <laughs> Like the old song goes, you know, she crossed the border every chance she got, so to speak. She was, uh, I don't know, kind of a mess on her best days. But anyway, we're, uh, whatever town that was just off base there at March, we were driving down the road and there was a city bus in front of us. And I think it was like a 19. 19- a 59 Chevy Impala had the big wings on the back, you know, uh, it was a brown car, four door. And I remember sitting in front seat, you know, and and nobody had seatbelts back then. Um, They weren't unheard of, but uh, just very few, few and far between. Had a wing window in that thing. And I'm sitting with my Uh, right foot between the seat and the door. Mom's clipping along down there. And it's like I said, the city bus is in front of us. And, you know, I look up and and just, it it seemed like it all happened in slow motion. But mom just piled right into the back end of that bus. And uh, it's hard to describe the the loudness, the sound that was uh, involved in that. I don't know how the car was even capable of doing it. But it hit that bus and bounced back. And now my mom, I, I suppose, thought she was hitting the brake, but she excel- she just floored the accelerator, and uh, she hit that bus again. And I, I just don't know. I don't know the mechanics on how it happened. But it, it seems like there was more uh, injury and uh, damage on that second hit. Actually, believe it or not. Uh, now this is just me trying to remember from being a little old kid, but. Nonetheless, uh, many of us in the car were hurt really bad, Uh, and then there was uh, a couple of kiddos in the car that just uh, didn't even get a scratch. Um, I remember laying on the sidewalk, you know, and, uh, you know, out in California then, the the California Highway Patrol, it it seems like anyway that they just, uh, their reputation was second to none, you know, when I was growing up as a kid. and chp and and boy when these guys come on the scene everything's going to be okay Uh, these guys were just absolute professionals well well, here they come and this guy was a motorcycle uh trooper laid me on that sidewalk and and this lady uh was there and he covered me up with one of those uh, nowadays what we call a survival blanket looks like it is it's it's probably made out of mylar uh, it's silver looks like tin full. and that lady was just fussing at him you know that's blinding him he can't see and I'm just laying on that sidewalk you know not knowing if I'm coming or going and I remember uh, I just kept asking everybody and I don't know why but I, I was so worried that <laughs> I was going to have to get stitches and I just kept asking everybody am I going to have to get stitches am I going to have to get stitches and of course uh, you know Uh, no, no, you're not going to have to get stitches. Well, the reason I mentioned that wing window earlier had my hand on the the top of the door there and when we hit that bus, my hand slid forward from the impact and that wing window went right between my uh, ring finger and my little finger on my right hand. And it didn't chop that finger all the way off, but there was just only a small piece of skin holding it on. I'll never forget. I, I held it up. And that old finger's just kind of dangling there, you know, and, and and I really don't even recall it bleeding that much to tell you the truth, but all I, (laughs) it's hanging there. Okay. So all I'm thinking of is, am I going to have to have stitches? Am I going to have to have stitches? Well, I'm sure I was in shock. I I remember uh, laying there and, and just, uh, I don't particularly remember being in pain, but I just, I really remember just feeling cruddy. I'm sure I was in shock and, and, uh. My little sister, uh, she hit pretty hard, and they kept her overnight. Uh, of course, uh, you know, being military now, uh, you know, CHP showing up was all fine and dandy, but when it come time to call that ambulance, uh, I'm just telling you right now, they sent the Calvary uh, because these guys come straight off the Air Force base, and uh, you know, they uh, one of the great things about being in the military as a dependent then is they take care of their own you know, they watch out after their own, uh, you know, you're just kind of a, a community of people uh, separate from the rest of the world. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, while you're in the military in a way growing up, it, it, that's a good thing. It's, it's just a, 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 such a unique, um, vibe, you know, if you will, uh, growing up and being like that, you just, like I said in the past, you know, you're, you, 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 uh, once you get on base anyway, you're you're in a, a a gated community. But even, you know, in the early years before Dad got enough rank to get on base, uh, base housing rather, uh, you were still set apart. And and I always, uh, growing up, I, I always thought that was just the coolest thing. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, none of us, we never thought that we were better than anybody else or, or civilians or anything. That's not where I'm coming from. But we were separate, uh, set apart, if you will. And, you know, out of all the things uh, growing up, uh, you know, the bad, uh, I don't want to say bad things, but the negative things, aspects of growing up as a military dependent, uh, you know, whether it's uh, saying goodbye uh, to friends all the time, because I don't know, a couple of years, three years at a time, you know, and you're moving on again. And uh, In civilian life, you know, always being the new kid would just be uh, really bad. And in the military, it was bad enough, but uh, after a bit, you know, you, you tend to learn that that everybody is is the new kid uh, a lot of times. And in, in, uh, you weren't on military school, uh, schools per se, but the schools you were in were predominantly military uh, kiddos. So we, you know, we had all that in common all the time. And you know, when we uh, finally retired out of the uh, Air Force, and uh, Dad did in 1975 out of uh, uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. And you know I've said this before. That was a, a strategic air command base, and and boy, there's some stories to tell about that. But you know, when we finally, you know, like I've told you we've uh, went to Las Vegas for a little while, and and finally, uh, you know, uh, mom and dad fortunately figured out, you know, hey, that's just not the place to raise their two kids. Let's just say that. And we moved back to Oklahoma, where Dad was from. We moved to Wilburton, Oklahoma, and you know, really, that's where uh, uh, that's where this a podcast. Uh, uh, the origins of it are, uh, at least the goal of where we're going to get to, is Wilburton, Oklahoma, and and how that little town offered a slice of life that we've never experienced before. And I'll be honest with you, uh, have not really experienced since then. Now I, I, I don't, I don't really think that this town is uh, entirely, you know. Uh, Hold the patent, if you will, on, you know, uh, nice little Southern towns, because I'm sure it doesn't, but nonetheless, it uh, it did in our lives, and we were welcomed into this town uh, with uh, open arms. Now, now, mind you, you know, the first week or two or month there, you know, I mean, it was like any other new person, uh, them looking at us and, and and us looking at them, but boy, it just didn't take long, and, and, and those uh, schoolmates that I had and, and the people of that community, uh, they just looked at us like we were like them and had just lived there our whole lives. And I had never experienced that, you know, growing up in the military. And it sure was a breath of fresh air. You know, a lot of people don't understand that because they've not experienced both sides of the coin, I guess you could say. But to this day, and of course, I don't live there now. I don't live too far away from Wilburton. But uh, I've got some incredible uh, classmates, uh, incredible friends, you know, from back in the day and, of course, social media. It seems to kind of keep us all tied together, and, and that's always nice. But what a great place that was, you know, growing up in the military. And uh, But anyway, that car wreck, hitting that bus, my goodness. You know, it, it wasn't long after that. And Hey, these are just some of the, the, the crazy experiences that we went through. Now, we would have went through crazy experiences like anybody else, regardless of what we did in life. But anyway, I don't know where we went after that, but... We were staying with some people, and, um you know, me and my sister referred to this lady as our aunt. And, of course, she wasn't our aunt, but, uh, you know, you're kind of an adopted deal, friend-slashed uh, friend-family, you know, type of deal. But I don't know where we went after that. Like I said, I, I was young enough that I can't particularly fit the timeline in completely together. But uh, I remember traveling with uh that splint on my uh, finger, holding that finger, and you know, then would sewed that thing back together and— uh they're in that Air Force hospital, and uh, <laughs> to this day, uh, that scar is still there. It's I don't know, you know, what kind of stitches they had to put put on that thing, but it, it kind of looks like something out of a Frankenstein Stein movie. You know, it's like a, a little Frankenstein stitches, you know, look like a bunch of X's, the scars do. That's kind of the way it looks about my finger there. But anyway, uh, those stories like that, and like I said, you know, my mom, she was, uh, let's just say she was colorful at best. But uh, all the memories that, you know, we had uh, during those times were certainly something to look back on.